At Los Angeles 2023. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am Sadie Pine slash H. Allen Scott. Thank you very much. And I'm Carrie Doherty. You're and- welcome. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we used to listen to it, used to listen to, used to watch episodes of the Golden Girls, and we also watched the Golden Palace, but we ran out of all of those episodes. So now we do whatever the hell we want. Yes, that's right. Today we're doing another Golden Rewind where we go back and rewatch our favorite episodes of the Golden Girls and re-talk about them and offer new insights since we first started breaking down these episodes back yes. in 2014 when we were tiny little babies. Tiny little and baby. this week we are busting out the modeling clay and recklessly handing out keys because we just rewatched season three, episode 13, The Artist. Oh my God. And we have a special guest for this episode. My very, very longtime good friend. I love him to death. Sam Kiefer. You guys may know Sam from many of the podcasts that he produces and, and engineers and does all the things for like Office Ladies, uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast, like so many different podcasts that are out there. So like you, you've definitely heard his voice and listened to his podcast somewhere sometime. Yes. And so we recorded our conversation with Sam moments ago. Um, it was so incredible because should we spoil Sam's connection Please. to the subject matter oh, I think we have of to. this yes. episode? Okay. Yes. So Sam is a model yes. at it it um models for art classes. Yeah, so it's and, like a art life models where it's like nude models yes. where students sketch sort of, you know, him and yeah, all of that. Yes. So Sam had some insight to offer on his experience doing that and yeah. sort of I think had a really incredible insight as yeah. to the sort of ego trip that all of the women were were on Definitely. in this episode because they were the muse for Laszlo. But what's so great about Sam's experience with this too is like Sam has seen the Golden Girls before and he attempted to do a, he was going to watch the entire series, but then of course he got busy in life or whatever. So he isn't like, like he isn't us basically. He's not like super knows everything. He remembers the thing. He's not like that. However, he came into this like knowing, like he had notes. He was like, he he did Golden Girls fans right by coming ready to talk about the Golden Girls. And I think if you didn't know that he didn't know that much about the Golden Girls, I don't think you would know that he wasn't a longtime fan. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was so much fun talking to Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the episode, the artist, because like, it's the real Patrick Vaughn story. You yes. know, the girls are all secretly seeing the same man who makes them promise not to tell the others as he schedules like random times during the day and night to be with them. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. So it's always fun when the women are competing over a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just wanted to share a little tidbit that I remember from my art history class. One of my art history classes which is when it comes to art and paintings, and I'm so sorry if I'm getting any of this wrong. This is the best of my recollection (laughs) for you art nerds out there, but that there is a difference in art, in paintings, in media, whatever, between being naked and being nude. Mm, What is that? What's the difference? So nude means to be like 
posed in a certain way. It's usually in like an artsy context. It's in a very tasteful way, but it's meant to represent like sexuality. Naked is being vulnerable while unclothed, but can also portray power. So if you've ever seen Manet's Olympia, that is a great example of naked. So the model, she looks like Julianne Moore. She's uh-huh. sitting on this bed, kind of propped up, like dirty feet all over the white sheets, like no come hither look, just this sort of like confidence power over the situation. She is in control. Um, that's just one thing I remember. And then sort of nude is you would see like, you know, the women sort of like, oh, like reclining under the tree and they're like holding little flower petals over their tiny little breasts and stuff. <laughs> and they're, you know, it's just, it's, I think so, it really, it comes down to attitude. Okay. I so think. <laughs> would, would, um, Rose, Kate Winslet's Rose in Titanic, would she be naked or nude? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think, mm, I think she would be nude. I don't, I think she's nude. Yeah. I think she's nude. I think she would be nude because there's really nothing. I think nothing... she's nude, but her eyes are saying I'm naked. Yeah, well, yeah, the, yes. The eyes are saying, you know, you jump, I jump, right? Like, they're, they're ready. <laughs> 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 oh, that's, I don't know why. That was such a tragic thing that, that happened. Was, so that many was. people died. Well, but they're fictional. Oh, um, But, <laughs> yes. Oh. So, speaking of. British things. Last week, we did our episode on the Royal Variety performance that the girls did for the Queen Mother. And we had a long discussion, not a long, but a brief discussion on bangs versus um, uh, fringe. fringe. And I asked our, our British listeners to chime in and we had quite a few responses. But one from a longtime listener, Malcolm McKenzie, whom he is delightful, uh, sent us a nice message basically explain, explaining Bangs versus fringe. So I'd like to read his message because I sent it to Carrie and she was like, yeah, we need to read that. So Will you read it in a British accent? No, I won't. It's too long for that. I don't think I could maintain okay, that. Okay, I don't okay, think okay. I could maintain that. Okay. Um, bangs means something very noisy and chaotic and fringe means fringe, which a fringe definitely is. Bangs has to be the weirdest American word that we don't have in the UK. It's weirdly very annoying. No one here would ever use it, even though we all know what it means. We happily say garbage or trash for rubbish or an apartment for flat, The hardest ones are jelly, we say jam, and vest and tank top mean completely different garments here too, which is confusing when ordering online, but it's fine. Bangs? No, never. How is fringe of hair on your face bangs? Unless you are running fast and it bangs up and down on your forehead because you use too much mousse. (laughs) In that case, maybe it makes sense. Oh, and panties is disgusting. How is that a normal (laughs) word? It's baby talk, yet bizarrely sexual. Gross. Knickers is fine. We say knickers. Get with the program. He spelled program, by the way. Yes. Um, With love from London. So... Yes, I am. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. What a hilarious, amazing response. And Michael just Michael Michael listening to my my reading of Malcolm's wonderful response said, I call them booms, not bangs. Booms. Okay, that's a new one. That's a new one. Michael's Michael's young. Maybe that's what the hip kids are saying. (laughs) Malcolm, thank you so much for that message. That was so thoughtful and hilarious. You're very, very funny. Yes. Um, I also I grew up saying rubbish. Did you really? Yeah, take out the rubbish. I always thought of rubbish as sort of like a 
like a way of saying like that's not true you're lying you know what I mean oh rubbish, rubbish. Yeah, yeah of course that's yeah but, but never for trash or anything I've yeah, always we called it the rubbish I did love I loved making fun of Americans like full-on Americans in New York who would sometimes do this who would call their apartments flats mm-hmm. and I, I would just be like you fucking pompous punk. Nah. See, flats for me are shoes. That's true. Yes. Like not like you, you're wearing flats. Yeah, or you're wearing heels. flats. Yeah, exactly. Or sneaks. That, that makes sense because the shoe is actually flat. Like you would. It's a yes because the other option. We is also heel. said supper growing up. We didn't say dinner. We said supper and. Mm, that's a regional thing though. We said dinner. Yeah, that's a regional thing. I think another regional thing, which also feels very British, um, is instead of a living room, we said parlor. <laughs> You know what's a regional thing that I will never, ever understand about America? This is the thing. I think Malcolm was onto something with, like, certain words, like panties. Like, panties is actually kind of a gross word. I hate um, it. But it's, like, moist. You know what I mean? Like, moist is... Yeah, I hate it. For anyone listening, um, my drag show, Moist, will be, which I co-host with my good friend Godoy, will be returning to Heart in WeHo in West Hollywood on August 31st. So please get your tickets at heartweho.com. But... That said, <laughs> it's like a version therapy what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> but um, that said, the where was I even going with that? Where, what was I? What was I saying? Not bangs. Not help me here. What did I say? Oh, coke. Something- yeah. So in the regional, so in the south, they say I'll have a coke, and then they'll specify the type of yes soda they that. want. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand how that ever became a thing. I don't know. Like, what is there are that? a lot of things I don't understand about the South. Still well, sure, to this day sure. After living but there. like you, but I mean, just fundamentally, if you say I'll have a Coke and you intend to have a Sprite, why would you ever say you'll have a Coke? It makes no sense. It's an added step. Sure, but I get that. I get the added step. We understand that it's it's a nuisance, but fundamentally, why? Like, why did it start? Did they confuse Coke for soda? Like, is is that? Somewhere along the line, one Malcolm, dude... send us another email. Yes, Malcolm, <laughs> no, please. Malcolm, kidding. you are the you, you are the um, originator of the English no, language. No, we, we need please a Malcolm of the South. Please, we need someone... a Malcolm of yes, Southern exactly United States. Please DM us on Instagram why people in the South, where it started. Why do you call it Coke? Yeah. When you mean Sprite or something else. Dr. Pepper. All right. Yes. Everybody, we are going to be the Google for us this week. Okay. <laughs> We have, we had such a great conversation with Sam. We have so much great stuff to talk about. I think we should take a break and then, uh, and then come back with Sam. I'm ready. I love Sam. Let's go. So I am so excited to be joined today by my like longtime friend, long time year. We're going on like, like 10, like longer than you and I carry like long time. (gasps) Sam Kiefer. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thank uh, you for having me. Sam has one of those voices that, like, I just feel safe in it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a mistake. I know it is. Like, I know you, <laughs> so I know it's a mistake. But yet, it's a, it's a, it's a deceiving, it's a delightful deceiving. It's a, it's a spider web. Yeah. <laughs> Very, it's a, a trap. Mm-hmm. So A gooey, Sam, warm spider web. Sam and I met, and this is why Sam is so perfect for this episode, because this episode is all about the girls posing naked. And Sam and I met, I met Sam naked. In the 24-hour fitness locker room. Like, that's literally how we met for the very first time. And I would, That's true. I would probably venture to say that the majority of our IRL friendship has been spent naked, either at the locker room or at a wee spa, like a Korean spa. So mm-hmm. Sam is perfect yeah. for this episode, wouldn't you say, Carrie? 
I, I think so. And Sam, I have to say, and maybe the two minutes that we've known each other, I know it's not nearly as long as you and H. Allen, um, you just remind me of home. You remind me of so many of my friends that I grew up with. Where are you from? Wisconsin. Okay. I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. It's I've, I've never Well, no, I, I've been told that before. My my general personality is a very like, hey, mowed your lawn for you type of next door neighbor, <laughs> you know. That's yeah, so like true. you were one of the kids that I grew up with. Like I would ride on the pegs in the back of your bike and we would go to like down by yeah. the cranberry bogs and yep. um you down know by the just cranberry like hang bogs. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't you guys have cranberry bogs in Wisconsin, don't you? That's like the um, second not where I, I think, was from. Oh, that, I think that's, it's Wisconsin. That's giving and small town murder. Yeah, yeah, that's giving very yeah. like well, I was gonna say mm. Mayberry, but yeah, small town murder yeah. too. Like, I mean, nowadays <laughs> murder back in the day, Mayberry, you know. Well, sure. the bogs <laughs> are blood red in like September, October when they flood them and all the cranberries what? go pop, 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 pop. Is that oh, the thing yeah. where you like, they pop from their little vines? Is that the thing oh, that's where you incredible. stand in the water with the cranberries, like on the commercials? Yes, that's what the ocean spray commercials are. They, those mm. are they have flooded the bogs and wow. the berries grow. And can on you vines go down and, and stand in it? Oh yeah, it's only like it's probably like a foot, maybe that's two great. feet, maybe the, yeah. The People when we were kids, um, they would freeze and we would go ice skating on them, and you can't oh, really? fall through. It's not like being on a pond or a lake. Wow. Huh. Wow, we really got away from being naked, didn't we? We're like yes. yeah, fully, <laughs> we're all the way to the but bogs. The people who pick, the people who uh, reign in the cranberries, though, are often naked, minus oh. the galoshes. <laughs> okay. So there, mm-hmm. I brought it back. Good. <laughs> That's funny. No, and then so you know, fast forward a couple of years, and Sam's been, Sam and I have been friends for many many years since the initial meeting at Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and. He now goes and like does like art life modeling, like naked modeling experiences, which is exactly what the girls do in this episode. Mm-hmm. How great is that? Yeah, yeah. This uh, this one really spoke to me. <laughs> Wait, so I wanted to know what because I mean I know you're one of the things that I love about you and that you make me feel good about myself because you're so open with who you have, like your body and who you are and what you oh. do. And so like, what is it like? to be like in the room naked with a bunch of strangers as they perhaps sketch you in either a flattering or possibly not it's so never, flattering It's way. never flattering. <laughs> uh, so I, I model mostly for art students uh, and early entry level art students. So it's never flattering. In fact, one of my favorite things is at the end is taking pictures of their art and just having a full meltdown. Yeah. Just being like, is this how I look? Is this how you see me? My head this large and my legs this small. <laughs> Um, but it's it's in the room is uh, exhilarating. It's fun. It's freeing. Um, it's calming, I guess, for me. Wow. Uh, it, it takes up so much of my mental resources, like nervousness, that it forces me to it's, it's all I can think about. Like it's like a forced meditation or yeah. forced Zen, uh, where after a certain point, I'm just comfortable up there and nothing is going through my head. Interesting. I mean, I've been on the receiving end of the pictures of the art that like you immediately, I feel like you'd immediately probably text me being like, do I look like this? Yeah. Um, and I almost always say no. I think I've, there's been a few that have been good, I thought, but like, you know, for the most part, it's been, that's not, that's not naked Sam. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would like to say Sam, cause I had to, I went to art school. I went to school for screenwriting and for editing. So the fact that I had to take a life drawing class was 
it was like horrifying to me because I am the yeah. worst illustrator. So just on behalf of people everywhere who make heads too big and legs too small, I just want to apologize <laughs> because I always felt so bad when the models would come around. I would like throw my body over it and I'd be like, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Because it was so, I'm so bad at it. And well, I we always appreciate felt, that. so just on behalf of everybody everywhere, that's not, that's just our inability to understand <laughs> angles and proportions and shadow. It's not intentional. It's not No, an it's not intentional. It's not an, I wish. Oh, I would look over at the, the other students who are like just drawing so well, like with their charcoal, just with longing at their talents. Well, if yeah. I was, I mean, I will admit if I was like in the room and I didn't know you, Sam, and I was, I mean, I should never be drawing anybody. Let's just get that out of the way. I'm horrible at it. But sure. if I was drawing, I would be so stressed out because you have you are covered in tattoos, and I would not that is know true. what to do with the tattoos. Most people uh, ignore them completely, which I, I find surprising is is their their way of uh, way of drawing them. Is I don't know if it's too intimidating, mm. but no one no one ever draws them. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm I fascinated mean, by that. I would be intimidated by the tattoos. I will, I'll admit that. Like everything else, I figured I could be like, okay, I'll do a stick figure. You know, not, sure, not, sure. not implying anything there, but like I'll do yeah. a stick figure. Whereas the tattoos, a little too much for me. A little mm -hmm. too much. Well, so like in this episode, just initial take from this episode. What did you think about the girls' experience modeling? Did they react the way you thought you would like maybe you would react? Yeah, yeah, I would give you that. Yeah, I think um I think my takeaway was uh is pretty accurate. It's pretty fair, pretty accurate the way they <laughs> the way they responded the the desire to be seen and like pedestaled like that yeah. is it cuz it definitely inflates your ego. Everyone looking at you even if the end result isn't flattering, the time <laughs> that you're up there is everyone is forced to look at you and gaze upon you and it's a very like Roman Greek, you know, like yeah. gaze upon your natural beauty. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think their takeaway was correct. Interesting. Well, should we? I think, too. To, yeah. It, yes. I want to dive in. But to Sam's point, like, I think, too, to some extent, everybody wants to be amused for mm. someone. Mm -hmm. And when the women have to share that with each other, I feel like maybe it just made them feel like they weren't special enough. I wasn't enough yeah. as the muse. He needed more. I wasn't enough. And I yeah, feel there's, like, yeah. There's been, there's been times where I've been, and there's been more than one model in the room and it does mess with your head. It does mess with your ego mm -hmm. and your, your childhood ego of like, no, look at me, draw me, look at me. Oh, I'm, I'm naked, you know? Yeah. I would immediately pull the diva card and be like, get them out. I want yeah. them out of the room <laughs> until I'm done. Like, no, yeah. I'm going to be the only um, naked person in the room. <laughs> okay. Last thing I want to say just from my life drawing class experiences and Sam, I don't know if you've witnessed this or experienced this. Um, we, I, th their artists or models used to come in and they would sometimes pose with objects, which yeah. would be like fun to incorporate into mm -hmm. like my shitty drawings. There was a man once who came in with a sword, <laughs> a really big, sharp sword. And every he time he changed, home? I assume, yeah, he brought from home. It was okay. his prop. And I, I, every time he changed poses, that sword would get dangerously close to areas of his body. <laughs> I was terrified for him, but he was fine. He did it. He was a pro. Well, yeah. Is that something you yourself have ever done or experienced or witnessed? Is someone posing with an object that was like. Yeah. Yes, actually. the One of the first drawings I did, the other guy had a sword. 
the I other... wonder if it was my guy. Did he have a ponytail? <laughs> yeah, he did, actually. Was his name Tuba? I don't remember. This was you would in remember. Savannah. His name was you would Tuba? remember if his name was Tuba. Tuba. Yeah, this gentleman's name was Tuba. Uh, he was uh, he was he was really really kind really sweet, uh, despite me teasing his name. Um, yeah, but he had a sword, uh, and he was like holding it in front of him like a staff. But uh, yeah, there would be times where he would lean forward, and I would be like, "Oh God, it's getting close! It's getting yeah. so close to the penis." Yes. So yeah. what what would you if you could bring in a prop that would maybe uh, you know represent? you and that you would probably be holding naked at home let's say what would that prop be either an entire pizza or my dog yeah i mean mm -hmm. yeah the dog i i i see but i also am uncomfortable by so i would yeah. probably go in the pizza direction because that mm -hmm. is like i think authentic i wouldn't say authentically naked sam but that is authentic Sam. no that's no that's authentically naked sam if i'm <laughs> naked in my house i'm eating an entire pizza <laughs> Or wings or it's something, getting it, getting it all over myself. Yeah. It's a Domino's order. Just don't get the spicy ones because that can yeah. make things uncomfortable. You got to be careful. Yeah. I would say my dog only because I my dog is small, and also I've modeled with my dog before. You have? For when I yeah, not naked, but oh, okay. um, I used to host a show for IMDb, and we did um, we got three D models of ourselves. Oh, and nice. I said, can I bring my dog? I'll show you guys when we when Please we jump do. off. It's pretty fun. You can see like his little wiener. It's really fun. oh good. Oh, wow. <laughs> good. I mean, I he just... posed nude. He posed nude. Yeah. Oh. Buddy, yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> wow, that was he's barking at something outside, but that was remarkable wow. timing. I love that. I mean Buddy. I don't think I've ever held Fraser naked, but I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that being the case. Oh, animals naked when you're naked, an animal is the best feeling. Really? Why? Yeah. It's just so soft and so soft <laughs> on your skin. Like it's a blanket. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just like a warm little blanket. That... I just felt so insecure standing here naked that I needed to pick oh, up my pet. <laughs> look at this guy. Carrie has brought the puppy into the Zoom meeting. Just for a moment. He's yes. barking Hi, buddy. something outside. Yes. So professional over here. <laughs> He's cute. Um, all right. Should we should we dive into yes. this episode? Um, so first off the bat, I just want to say I like that. So the runner for Sophia in this episode is all about her playing it's practical so jokes good. Yes. It's so on good. Dorothy. But I love that the the sort of jumping off point for that story is that it deals with the nude female body of a certain age. Yes. Mm -hmm. So even she is part of the story. So you yeah, know, she's her, playing. Sorry, go her, ahead. So no, I was gonna say her her joke uh when she's like, I showed the construction workers and two of them went home sick is incredible. <laughs> That's well, an incredible self-burn. Also, self -burn. also Rose's, Rose's follow-up to that of, like, what, I forget what she said when she came in or something, and she did Was Sophia thing. naked, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. or does her dress really need ironing? Ironing, it's yeah. So That's an incredible perfect. line. It's so perfect. It's so good. And I, sorry, I, go I appreciate Sophia's opening. Uh, she's like Maury Hasselbean, or whatever yeah. the guy's name. She's like, uh, she's throwing shade at Howie Mandel. Yeah. Just takes a weird swing at Howie Mandel at the start of the episode. Just a baseball bat to the face it, for Howie Mandel. It also tells you how long Howie Mandel has been relevant. Yeah. Like, it's insane. This came out in 1987, this episode. And Howie... Yeah, which he must have been prime glove on the head, blowing it up, annoying. Yeah. Oh, my God. If, if he, if he's If he's in their crosshairs. Wow. Yep. Yeah. No, um, Sophia really opened this... Like. There rarely is, because whenever they have episodes, because Sam, I mean, you probably don't know this, you're probably not watching every episode of Golden Girls, but mm -hmm. whenever there's like a, a, a B story that is kind of just Sophia, 
I'm oftentimes it's hit or miss because it's hard. You want her engaging with the girls. You want her doing sure. other things. But this one, it was like just Sophia laughing for 23 minutes. And it was perfect. Yeah, it's, it's all big, grand, Three Stooges-esque, yes. like, pointing and, yes. like, like getting people getting their comeuppance and like it it's was incredible so perfect. it's so perfect it's so i do i love a playful sophia like when yeah. her pranks are mean i don't love that as much she's done some mean really mean pranks like when she pretended to be like a medium who was channeling the ghost of oh, rose's yeah. dead husband that was a mean prank <laughs> that was mean that was that a little mean. too far that's um, incredible but I also really liked that she felt comfortable enough to like flash her nude body to the yeah. women in the house like, multiple times. Multiple times. I mean, when you yeah. reach a certain age, like I mean, what do you got to lose? You know what I mean? You're not got if you have just those that many years left, show everybody. And what a perfect answer, no matter what the question is that's asked of you. How is your day? How are you doing? Just showing your naked body and being like, <laughs> you tell me is a perfect response to any question. I feel like that's how you and I have texted each other over the years. So yeah, this yeah is, exactly. This is how are you? Here's us. my penis. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I am. This is how I am. I love us so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not jealous of this friendship. I'm really excited for it. Um, so then you can join in anytime. I would love You're it. Always um, welcome. Then through Blanche, we meet Laszlo, the yes. artist from the museum that she works with. Um, he's mm -hmm. played by Tony Jay, who's actually a British actor. And we have a little bit of his intro that I would love to play right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is gorgeous, isn't he, girl? There's not a woman at the museum who hasn't been after him from the day he arrived. Oh, women can be so silly. They think because you are an artist, you must also be a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> they think because you are a master in the studio, you must also be a master in the bedroom. <laughs> you think because you can work a piece of clay into a piece of beautiful art, you can also work a woman's body into fits of ecstasy and passion and total screaming abandon. <laughs> Would anybody else like something cold to drink? <laughs> I love that Blanche is, like, Blanche is always horny, but she is like, right on the like the line of just full on humping him just yeah no i wanted to ask you guys now i'm i'm familiar ish with golden girls i I've, I've seen some episodes i think i get the group dynamic you attempted to do a, uh, a watch a couple like a year ago or something you were gonna yeah. watch all of it but then life got are, away are are they particular they're particularly horny in this one right uh, well i would say blanche is extra horny in this i mean she okay. but she also works at a museum so she probably gets off on an artist sort of mystique but the other girls aren't i wouldn't say necessarily there's a horn level to them but it's more okay. an infatuation horn it's more of like a, okay you know that makes sense i wouldn't say they're because we've seen the other girls extra horny and this wouldn't i don't think this is peak horny okay. for them this is okay. yeah this isn't peak horny i would say okay. and, and for our listeners they'll know like the actor patrick vaughn when mm. all of the women are just swooning over him um yeah give me some the, other peak horny moments th those are peak horny moments they're they're all the they're all just there's there's a, so there's one episode the pheromone, there's a guy who has pheromones that yeah. he's giving off and all the women just want to sleep with them and he's like this tiny little old dude and okay. like you would unsuspecting little guy that you would never think and then he literally has this voice where he's like I don't know. It's just something about me that women go crazy for me. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a funny episode. So there are examples of the women being okay. like super hornball. 
I do love when um, Rose is like, um, she like calls out uh, Dorothy where she's like, you said you'd mold his clay or buff his marble anytime. Yeah, yeah and then she she bends her pinky like that. <laughs> oh, That's a so great, great. Yeah. Arthur in this episode too is very, when Michael and I were watching, we were like, we were noticing how she's kind of extra campy in a way, like even the way she stands or later in the episode, the way she holds the key, it's just very almost like, it was, well, look at me. I, I know? noticed that when she was doing the juice bit. Yes. yes. She, she's very pearl clutchy and like, why would you do that? It's like, very, it's very theater- theatrical. It's very like, yes. she's, yes. she's camping it up like there's a huge audience, which there yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do we think about Laszlo? I, I love, okay, this, I don't mean this any respect to, what was the actor's name? Tony, uh, Tony J, Tony J, but I love anytime sex in the city did this all the time. Anytime a a character on screen, you're about to meet a male Mm -hmm. and they're talked up about how handsome they are. And then you see them and the person (laughs) they've cast is just a weirdo. Yeah. I'm, I'm such a fan of that. I love that when the person isn't conventionally attractive and everyone is dying yeah. everyone is swooning over them yeah and you're like really this guy this is I the feel one like i feel like he has that effect where you know if you were to just like you meet you meet a dude and you're like yeah sure you're okay whatever you meet a girl you're like oh, okay sure whatever but then that person like picks up a bass and gets up on stage and yes. plays with a band and sings and all of a sudden you're like that's the hottest person i've ever okay. seen in my entire that- life I feel like it's that effect. It's that watching him sculpt is him playing the bass. Kind of. Exactly. I I had that with James Gandolfini. I never thought James Gandolfini was very attractive. And then I watched The Sopranos and I was like, sexiest man alive. Like it was just, there's just something about. Just something about be killing and making sandwiches. Yeah. I think they actually call it the Gandolfini effect. I think that's a thing. There you go. There you go. (laughs) No, it's not a thing. (laughs) So. Blanche is going to pose nude for Laszlo yeah. um, for he's got a big art show at the museum coming up. He gave her the key to his building mm-hmm. um, and she's like all about it. But it turns out that he needs something that Blanche isn't giving him a certain wide eyed naivete and innocence that he sees in Rose. Yeah. So then he gives Rose a key and he makes her promise not to tell the other women. Can we talk about the keys? Yes. Yeah. I think that is actually a horrible way of doing business or conducting any sort of art exchange because he's probably giving keys to lots of different people willy-nilly. That seems like a recipe for being robbed or murdered to me. Yeah, but Laszlo's not the type that anyone would wish harm on. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Never, Lazlo. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna come into Lazlo's studio and be like, "Oh, I was gonna murder." They're gonna you. break in and suck him off. No. Yeah. <laughs> or exactly. there might be some thievery going on if sure. if his if his work is prolific enough to be featured at I'm assuming is the Miami Museum yeah. <laughs> of Art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, is that where this takes be... place? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And yeah. Miami. I love it. Um, so the next day, Blanche comes home and she hasn't yet learned that um rose is also posing for laszlo but when she comes home she is pissed can i and say we something have, about uh, well, before we yes. play that clip i have to say something mm-hmm. about just as the resident fashion homosexual um blanche's outfit in this yes the, the is, coat is horrible it is actually, oh i love it i mean i love the colors but for blanche it is that's a Dorothy coat. That is not a Blanche okay. coat. I think. See, I, I, my, I have, I have literal <laughs> notes. I have a takeaway. I love her coat in this. Really, I love it. Yeah, I, I love that. What about it? Did you love? 
it's just so many colors. It's just so much. <laughs> it's just, it's so, so much. It also had like pockets at the very, like at the uh-huh. very bottom, like very far down it's at the perfectly bottom. Perfectly 80s, perfectly early 90s. It's yeah. way, way too square yeah. and unflattering yeah. and ill-fitting and has too many pockets. It's uh, perfect. That's, I mean, I I, I want to see it on Dorothy. Dorothy would never wear that many colors, but I do want to see it sure. on Dorothy. But we have a clip, Carrie. Should we play the clip? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, I am so mad. Blanche, I can explain. Explain what? It's got nothing to do with you. It's Laszlo. I just saw some of the sketches he's been doing of me, Rose. He never lets me see them. So today I looked through his things and I found some. They're horrible. The hair's all big and frizzy. The body's all droopy and saggy. (laughs) (laughs) The woman in those sketches is a dog. (laughs) Blanche, she's a clown. Blanche, she's just a hideous wrinkled old bag Blanche the woman in those sketches is me I know she sounds like you honey but she's not I have to say I got I got word from Michael who is the resident designer in the family here that Blanche's outfit was indeed good so yes you and Sam and Michael are in team Blanche outfit I'm still sticking with it should be a Dorothy coat but okay okay yeah I love Blanche's. I love Blanche's little like when Blanche is angry and she starts throwing out insults. I think she does it better than Sophia, better than Dorothy, like the people who are known for their insults. I think Blanche is actually more cutting when she's yeah, really, really going for the jugular. Yeah, which really I I appreciate so much. You don't <laughs> see that enough on today's comedies you really don't you don't you don't see group dynamics enough maybe it's always sunny but something like that but like you don't see that enough where like a character knows another character enough to really attack yeah. them yeah and to go deep yeah where it yeah cuts. and it's yeah. always coming from like like you know blanche is incredibly vain and it's you know because deep down she's insecure and her self-worth yeah. is based on her look so like that's why she's lashing out at mm-hmm. you know ranch and say uh, ranch that's why she's <laughs> lashing out at ranch and saying yeah. that she has cellulite and looks like a whale um, God, that that whale line killed killed me. it's I, so re- I rewound it because i was like no way did i hear that correctly that's such a good she's like if if she wanted to see a naked whale she could go to sea world <laughs> to call one of your good friends a naked whale is so incredibly brutal it's, and so beautiful i could never do it i could never oh, do God. it i could never oh no and i would, that would be the be friend one of those... that they would do that to i could never <laughs> Yeah, that'd be one of those I would say and then immediately go, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I thought that I thought that was funny. That was way too far. Wow. I or I would like that would eat at me for years. But you though, know like, you're good friends when the friend responds with being like, Well, you're not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean I'm okay, pissed, but, but you're not I wrong. I never want to be on that kind of text chain. I know. I'm way too I know. I feel like we've had that, that text chain too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> And then, H. Allen, to your earlier point of Dorothy's kind of big acting Mm -hmm. when, you know, Rose and Blanche are going back and forth about, like, you know, the sculpture's not going to be you. It's going to be me. It's going to be me. And then Dorothy comes out. It's not going to be either of you. It's going to be me. And And it has a third key. Has another key. The way that she... she What do I have to hold up? The way... I have a nail polish here. The way that she holds it up. And just sort of puts her hand on her hip and just goes, just wiggles it around. And it's like silent for like a minute, it feels like. It, mm-hmm. iconic. I mean, it's just like, it was like 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 an admission break or something. You know what I mean? It was a yeah. perfect cutaway. It's mm-hmm. She's also the way she's holding it. It's like 
like a real uppity asshole who's yeah. ringing a bell because they want a yeah. servant to come. Yeah. It's like, you know, Jerry. Yeah, she's she's like, getting calling the dogs. Yes. Yeah. But what's yeah. so great about this moment is each one of them in some capacity previously felt on top of the world because they were there in all their naked glory with Laszlo mm -hmm. feeling sexy, feeling hot. And then now the walls are crumbling. And things and yeah. like it starts to really fall apart. And this is this is where the show is genius writing. It's just genius. Yeah, and that's that. Okay, you asked earlier my takeaway of them nude modeling, and yeah. I couldn't think of an answer, but I can now. Uh, I think that is a good, a perfect takeaway of what it's like doing nude modeling, where it is this very spiritual thing, but it is also this very egotistical, yeah. ego boosting thing. But it's so fragile. It could be that bubble could be popped. At any moment, you know, if, if, like I said, if you get there and there's somebody else there, like, so to watch them ride that high <laughs> and then that horrible depression afterwards is yeah. very accurate yes. to be, a, a, to be as high as a kite leaving the studio <laughs> and then to find out that he drew somebody else, which he's allowed to do yeah. and have it absolutely crush you is spot on. Yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. Well, and that's the act break in the episode. So how about we take a quick break to buff some marble and mold some clay? I'm into it. <laughs> Start buffing, Sam. That's right. We're back. And during the break, H. Allen scolded me for not talking about all of the that's, really great Sophia that's a moments. Harsh way of saying what I he did. He was furious. I was furious. Which... <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> no. I just I didn't write those moments down. Well, I was like, I had all my notes were about the artist. They add, I did. They add nothing to the story, really, to the overall story of the episode, but they are so good. So I just want to break down. So first off, Sophia. In, and Dorothy in the kitchen with the orange juice from just a little bit ago before in the episode. What, Sam, what did you think of Sophia's pranks in the kitchen? Uh, I love them. And this leads me to my favorite line out of the entire episode. Mm. So Blanche walks in and she goes, you look terrible. And she goes, oh, I, yeah, I spilled orange juice on myself. And she goes, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Which is a, so so, such an incredible and the delivery of it is yeah. is. Is a perfect, Jim. Just perfect. And yeah. there is, I don't think this moment has happened, but we can kind of lump all of Sophia's pranks together just because we're going to stick to the Laszlo story. But there is a moment where the next day, like Dorothy's having a thing and she's not drinking the orange juice. And well, mm -hmm. Blanche did drink the orange juice and then somehow didn't get it spilled on her. But Dorothy yeah, which did. is a great, great throw. Genius. But so she doesn't do the orange juice. She doesn't do the whole magnifying glass or the looking thing at the eye. She doesn't do the can of, uh, uh, what are not Pringles? What is it I called? I think they're praline. Uh, are they pralines or no? Um, peanut, peanut brittle. Peanut brittle. Peanut brittle. Because of yeah. this. Oh, I love it out. when she takes a bite. But it's I know. So good. Yeah, but then that Dorothy smug. sits down oh. with the whoopee cushion, and the whoopee cushion pays in dividends in this episode. I yeah, mean, which is does. another great line. So she he she sits Sophia down, and it doesn't go off for Sophia. Yeah, and she goes she goes I have the mind of a fox <laughs> and the butt muscles of Gorbachev. I don't know what that means, but it's perfect. Yep. Does she say Gorbachev or does she or, say Gorishikov? Uh, yeah, there, that's, there, but yeah, no, those there isn't. There that's is a very a different line. But there is an episode called "Letter to Gorbachev of the Golden Girls." Yeah. So okay. Yeah. It's okay. Easily... I mean, do we really? I mean, okay, because like that's a that's a strong butt if you can do that with a whoopee cushion. You know, mm -hmm. that's an impressive butt. I will also say too for B. Arthur because you know when she's spilling the orange juice on herself and she's wearing like a like a bright white like cashmere like mm -hmm. cowl neck sweater 
she can't actually spill it on herself yeah. because, you know, they would have to keep resetting yeah. and changing her clothes. Yeah. But I will say it's like really believable the way that she manages yeah, yeah. to great prop, spill it. Prop spillage. And yeah. then like, you and know. And she continues to do the whole like her she's shirt. wiping up herself long after it's probably gone. She just continues mm-hmm. to wipe. And yeah. it's. I love just it. part of that camp. Yeah. 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 It's just, just constantly dabbing and <laughs> always and movement, it, movement, yeah. need movement. Always. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So and good. then with the whoopee cushion, what is it that, and I'm so sorry, cause I'm usually so good with notes. What does Blanche say before she sits down on the whoopee cushion? Cause you did say it pays in dividends and oh, it really yeah. does yeah. the whoopee cushion. She, moment. Says, she says something like, uh, she's gonna, he's gonna pick me. She's, he's gonna pick the one with the most beauty and grace. Yeah. Because they're talking about which Laszlo's yes. gonna yes. pick. And she's like, she's obviously gonna pick the one with the most beauty and grace and then sits down. And then, well, and oh, so during in the so scene, good. which like, they let that go for like two minutes. Of which, just, <laughs> just stared. Let them do that because it's perfect. And what I love about this is that like the actual scene is about what the girls are experiencing and Laszlo yeah. and all of that. But Sophia, without even really being in the room, I don't think, is somehow contributing to this B story just mm-hmm. with the 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 peanut brittle and the whoopee cushion and all of the things that are happening in the scene and it's yep. just and she's she's got that great line where uh, she, she, they're they're arguing and she's like who who <laughs> who and they're like this mod this person we've all been nude modeling for and she goes in the future you can just say Sophia none of your business yeah. <laughs> which is a great line. <laughs> It's one of those thinkers. I love like when you have to think about like the note behind the joke, which yeah. is like, yeah. which is like, it's so unbelievable that that anybody would ask any of you to pose nude. So like, yeah. you can just say yeah. mind your business because you yeah, don't want to exactly. tell me. I love it so much. So, um, yeah, so the girls, yeah. Yes. The girls don't know which one of them Laszlo is interested in for his sculpture, you know, AKA who he's interested in mm-hmm. romantically, which, yeah. you know, it it wasn't necessary, I think, to the to the story because, like you said, Sam, like it is all about ego, and they want to be the muses. You know, the fact that the sort of romantic, you know, aspect of it was also attached to the "I'm the muse for your art" was like yeah. it worked. It was fine. It was great. Um, so th- they don't know who he's, in, he's interested in. So they all visit the studio to ask, like, "Hey, which one of us do you want to use for the statue?" Um, and you know, because to them it's like, well, whoever you choose is who you're choosing, you know, to be with romantically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but he says that all three of them are his muse. Uh, they're all still a part of his art. Um, and he can't really decide who he's going to sort of focus on. He Um, debuts that statue. That's nondescript. Yeah. Oh, we're getting to that. In any way. We're getting to that. Yes. I definitely want to talk about the statue. And I think we have, we have a little moment when they're all in the studio that we're going to play. Wonderful. You've got to, it's the only way. Otherwise it'll just end up coming between the three of us. So now tell us which one of us is it going to be Dorothy here or Rose or a woman whose breasts you once described as perfect champagne glass-sized orbs of dancing loveliness. Blanche, I did not say that. Well, you agreed when I said it. Okay, that is, to me, Blanche is kind of like the perfect type of person because, you know, she's the type of person that if she says something, it just becomes the fact of the moment, the fact of whatever. So... In her brain, how a situation comes out is probably not anywhere near what actually happened because she just has no. this own narrative that she has in her head. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with it. Also, what does it mean? So is she just saying that she has perky, like, champagne glass-type boobs? 
I think the champagne glass was the size. Oh. And the shape was the orb. The yeah. orb of the champagne bottle yeah. or the glass? I think they're separate. They're champagne glass sized oh. or perfect orbs. So like this. Yeah. Right? Because you got your sh- um, oh, listeners. Yeah. I'm putting my hands in a circle and to I have, demonstrate. Yeah, I have them on and my boob. Yes. And she's doing it perfectly. Those yeah. two little ones. Yes. And they're very round. So yes. round, perky, wow. lifted. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar Round. with boobs very much, but those sound nice. Yeah, they yeah, do. Those... The way she describes them, I mean, it's a beautiful way to describe them. Yeah, um, I'm on board. So, <laughs> all on board. Mm-hmm. So, the women aren't going to find out who Laszlo has chosen until the night of the art show. Now, That's I right. want to point something out. As they're leaving, Blanche references in a very sexual manner about posing for the Picasso painting, nude woman the, with a violin. The violin. Yeah. Yes. So, this painting is actually called woman with a violin and it was painted in 1911 which means that if blanche would have posed for it when let's say she was 18 because we're going to say she was like legal it means that she would have been born in 1893 and then in the year 1987 when this aired it would make her 94 years old (laughs) guys isn't it annoying when people like me do this when back in 1984 you couldn't just google this shit when you were watching it think about that the next time you're holding your chisel Anyway, I'm super that was love just... it. I mean, everything in this episode. What's so interesting about this episode is there's really not a lot of action. There's not a lot of things going on. It's really just mm-hmm. the girls complaining up until the moment that we get the payoff of them at the gallery at the end of the episode. And I think in any other sitcom, it would be boring because, like, there's yeah, nothing. It's a great go- character study. Yeah, there's nothing going on. But yet these characters and these actors who are so brilliant and the writing that's so perfect is really just making it an enjoyable experience to watch, even though, quite literally, nothing is going on. Yeah, and it's one set. They yeah. don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Yeah. Well, except when they go to the gallery. Well, also his that, studio. That's yeah. why you can tell that's where the budget went. Yeah. It was yeah. on the gallery. I mean, I, I will say, I feel like for a lot of TV shows, they would have been looking at something off screen. Everybody yeah. going, ooh and ah. Yeah. And, but they actually built like a sizable you know, mm-hmm. sculpture. They built yeah. something for this. Yeah. I mean, that's season three, bigger budget, but that's where the entire budget of this show went was into well, that. I was going to ask thing. you guys, is season three, are we in like prime? Oh, Golden they were girls. Like they were prime from the beginning. Like the show was an okay. instant insane hit. And it pretty much stayed. Okay. They stayed, I think in the top 10 for the first five seasons. Of Cause the I was show. impressed with the budget too. Well, yeah. I was impressed with that. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, so they're Good. definitely mm-hmm. in like they control NBC Saturday Got nights. It. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Got it. So, Sam, I have to ask you, as someone who has seen a lot of art that's been created from humans modeling, Mm -hmm. in your opinion, is Laszlo's sculpture a museum-worthy sculpture? (laughs) I think so. I think it looks like a human body, which is the bare minimum prerequisite. (laughs) Uh, There's some artisticness to it. I think, yeah, I, I think it is more than cleared for for museum viewing it was i mean it was i thought it was i didn't feel like there was a lot of detail in the sculpture but i thought it was an an impressive form there was an impressive body form yeah and it's the size of it too yeah to sculpt something that big would be impressive yeah we we also Uh, have to i could could also be able to sculpt it in that tiny little studio he was yeah yeah Yeah, how would he get it out of there yeah i don't know yeah i could also see that in the, the middle of a mall Mm, so yes. a museum or a mall <laughs> yeah i mean and like in- a nice like the grove <laughs> yeah yeah the americana <laughs> yes yeah i will say At christmas time 
Yeah. The what I enjoyed about the figure is that yes, I will. I I mean, you know, the audience is looking at it from far away, so it's mm-hmm. it, it did feel a little simple. But I will say the pose of the woman felt mm. very like there was a a calm confidence a calm sense of power yeah. like it was it's i, I really i enjoyed it was very regal i really yeah. enjoyed Sam, when you were being really sketched in those because i mean i've seen many of your sketches and sort of mm-hmm. just like and the picture comparisons and how you have to do it and all the things how long do you have to stay in a particular pose so it's 20 minutes on five minutes off for oh. three hours oh wow Wait, yeah. you have to sit there naked for three hours and like change. 20, 20 minutes on, five minute rest, 20 minutes on. What are you doing that five minutes? Just, just literally just sit on my phone. Oh, stretch. Wow. wow. Yeah. How is that on your muscles? Because are it's, you, you're not always sitting. You're, no, you're standing. It can be, it can be pretty brutal. Yeah. If, you know, if your arm is extended and you're holding something that, that wears thin pretty quickly. Yeah. But I mean, Sam is a beast at the gym. So I, he seems very prepared for it. Oh, it's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I want to talk about the clothes a little bit because their outfits for the the gallery, I I hated roses. I hated roses. It reminded me of every grandma look from like the 80s and 90s. The it was yeah. sort of just like a slip sort of like green. It just mm-hmm. there was nothing impressive about it. However, Dorothy's is typical Dorothy. She has like flowy things on and it's all really baggy and then there's some sort of like see-through sort of robe thing that you you don't imagine is see-through, but then when you see it from far away, you're like, oh, wow, that's see-through. But she has the tiny little, and this is where the RIP comes in, she has the tiny little bow tie on this mm-hmm. massive flowy out and it's and the bow tie is the same color as the rest of the outfit so you can you can miss it in there but it's almost like a peewee herman rip the great peewee herman yes. like bow tie on this incredibly flowy sort of lane bryant outfit i was obsessed with it as a peewee fan i clocked that too yeah <laughs> you always look for the tiny bow tie yeah yep. if there's a bow tie in an outfit i'll find it yeah 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 and i love blanches too but i didn't like the pants part yeah. of it but i like the top i like the top mm-hmm. a lot yeah, I was like so so on these outfits. I enjoyed their sort of matching. Like Blanche has a matching clutch. Dorothy mm. had like a nice red, uh, you know, on the shoulder bag that matched kind of nicely. I'm with you in that. I love the color of Rose's dress. That looks amazing yeah. on her. But yeah, I didn't love any of these outfits. Mm-hmm. Laszlo, he's so funny. He looks like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> he really does. There is something yeah. about him that like. I mean, or he looks like a Looney Tunes character. I mean that with all due respect. I love Looney Tunes. I'm just like, this is this is a running thing, Sam, with the, some of the men on this show. The women act like they are, you know, looking at, I'm going to use my example, a Gael Garcia Bernal. Mm, and that's my example, too. They're looking at a, like, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. like, I know. Oh. That's, what I, that's what I meant earlier. I'm a huge fan of casting and making, making men speaking about men in high status yeah. and then you see them on screen and it's very low status maybe very... just as you get older you're just like fuck it yeah maybe more like he's a man he has a beating heart and he's I single mean, i don't know laszlo seen especially what we learn about laszlo next i think he seemed like a little bit of a sweetheart you know what i mean oh I'm oh yeah sweetheart oh, sweetheart, sweetheart for sure that thing, but in terms that... of he's not like a sex machine he's not but like you know you're like maybe. holy if shit we get turn it. yeah if we turn our morals off and we're just like okay objectively looking at this person yeah, i'm gonna sure. be a piece of shit for a second but it's yeah. the gandolfini effect it's look. the gandolfini effect it must yes. be. Yeah. Yes. You know. It must be. So, 
the sculpture is revealed. Yeah. Uh, Laszlo says that it's all three of them. You yes. know, they're all so different, but they complement each other in such great ways. It's easy to see why they're friends, which I thought was kind of a great way to kind of bring them all back down. And to also Earth not and make him out remind to be a them. Dick. You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. really was a nice way of it doesn't him... vilify him in any way. Exactly. Right. Right. And that. And 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 what I do like is, and we'll we'll see why in the last clip that we play is that. When you do go back and rewatch this episode after you kind of learn the reveal about Laszlo, you realize that he never has let the women like he's never led them on. Yeah. He's never yeah. kind of overpromised. It, well, it really was kind of all in their heads. So did yep. you I mean, did did any of you ever like pick up on any gay things throughout the episode? Because I did not. Even though no, they write him, they write him very, very well, very yeah. undercover, very straight. Yeah, because he well, has... you know me, like I've told the story now like yeah. three times about the time I was dancing with this guy and I thought that he liked me, and she was like, "Oh, he's so gay," and I was like, "Well, so I'm like clearly not good <laughs> well, at picking up." I feel on like he had that sort of lines. like gay or European vibe, you know what I mean? Where like you can't tell because they're European, so you can't quite yeah, tell he's if just they're flowing. gay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just he's just flowy and soft in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's very exotic. He's he just is. not not an asshole. Yeah, is what yeah. is what it yeah. is. It's just in American terms, he's just not an outright. <laughs> he hasn't asshole. been tainted by and toxic like, masculinity. Yeah, in the way that he's just yeah. not a jerk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know that he he hugs men and he's like so comfortable with it, and he's in a men's group, and they're totally yep. fine talking about their feelings, and that's absolutely amazing. Aww. He probably loves his mother. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So the women have to get to the bottom of their big question for Big L. Let's play that moment. Okay. Laszlo. Oh, one more thing, Laszlo. I'd like to ask you a question. Um, by any chance, is there anybody here tonight in whom you might be interested romantically? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, yes. Oh, I, I know it. I know it. <laughs> Laszlo, looks like we're a hit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you knew. Okay, let me, let me just set this up. So, like, <sighs> the initial punchline of Laszlo being gay, I don't think nowadays would probably fly or work. You know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and I also think it would be cheap. Even back then, I think it's cheap writing. But, mm-hmm. and I pulled an extra clip, Carrie, because I had to, to prove my point. But I think with this, it was perfect. First off, I am Laszlo's boyfriend, I think. I think that's me in public, basically. Like, that's basically okay. <laughs> how I interact in the world. Um, but what makes this not a cheap sort of gay punchline, like they're just, he's, it's, you're, they're laughing because he's gay, ha, 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 is Sophia's retort to him being gay. This is what makes it like a perfect moment for me. How can you blame him? The man looked at the three of you naked for a month. They like, didn't sort of devalue his sexuality in a way. And Sophia was just like, well, of course he's gay. He looked at you guys naked. Like, it just brings it back to the girls. It brings it back to this sort of, like, fantasy that they've created in their heads. And it makes it almost, like, sure, the butt of the joke is still that he's gay, but that it also kind of makes it like, well, it's funny because anyone would go gay looking at these ladies naked kind of joke. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it also ties up the idea that, that, this has never been about getting him. It's just yeah. been about winning, about beating the other one. Yes. Right. So by him being gay, no one can win. Yeah. Is is a good 
a good pull the rug out from under everyone unanimously evenly mm-hmm. and i agree it is kind of cheap writing but i think it works for this it works for this specific scenario yeah. yeah exactly yeah and that would have been such an incredible like final scene blow for this episode Mm -hmm. to go out on a high note a surprise a great joke but then they had to wrap up the practical joke you know b story with dorothy and sophia before that kind of limps its way to the finish line before i I don't even think it does because i think sophia's b story was actually so strong even at the gallery when she continued doing the practical jokes by roping in the security guard and making dorothy think that she just you know ruined an expensive piece of art i think having the practical joke end the episode is actually kind of great because it's just sort of like a campy weird episode that not doesn't make sense and it's wonderful yeah and it it ends on her big facial expression like her big like point and smile and like she's even even sophia's extra big and campy yeah like and it's also a side of dorothy we don't often see because we see dorothy being the strong one the one who's leading the jokes the one who often is leading the story and the fact that Dorothy is quite literally the butt of the joke of Sophia's B story mm-hmm. is kind of fun because we don't see that side of Dorothy that often. Yeah. I Agreed. think it's great. And that was the episode. And that was the episode. I want to say my, my, uh, my, uh, not my takeaway. I know it's coming. My, my major, uh, my favorite part is uh, I'm for sure going to start calling people pussycat. <laughs> That Sophia's that that endearing. I found that so endearing. The 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 hey pussy cat, you know. I think you should um from henceforth always start every text to me with hey pussy cat. Yep, I will. Please, I can absolutely do that. Thank you. I would love to see you try it on like a casual work acquaintance, someone who <laughs> like hey, pussy cat. We have those files. Exactly, okay, yeah. someone whose name you know, you know each other's names. Yeah. You work together. You're, yeah. You know, you Please have you know incorporated casual... into an episode of The Office, ladies. Just casually be I like, will. well, pussy cats. Um, <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> well, should we take a break? Speaking of pussy cats, pussy cats. Should we take a break and come back with our golden takeaways? We are back with our golden takeaway, which is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Now, Sam is joining us for our golden takeaway, but Sam, Carrie and I will go first so you don't have to be immediately put on the spot because you are new here. Carrie, you go first, putting you on the spot. Um, I think my golden takeaway is that when it comes to art, just because you're the muse doesn't mean you're the love interest and that's okay. And if you don't want to be the muse, if you're not the love interest, that's okay too. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that golden takeaway. My golden takeaway is I think everyone should have more friends like my friend, Sam Kiefer, who both Uh is comfortable in his skin, but also a warm hearted person who's giving and makes other people feel comfortable in their own skins by his mayhem, absurdity, and LOLs and love. That's my golden oh, takeaway. That's very, very sweet. Thank you. You're welcome, Pussycat. My, uh, here's the thing, <laughs> Pussycats. My golden takeaway would be don't overvalue your position in somebody else's life mentally. Oh, yes. Don't don't overvalue where you stand with somebody else because they might not be thinking about you at all. They might be a gay man. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is such an important golden takeaway because we so often get in our heads about all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I, it's like, it's like what a friend told me a while ago that I always think about with flying and stuff. When I, I I freak out about flying and I think like, Oh, the plane might crash. And my friend was like, 
you're not special. Like you're not special enough to die in a plane crash. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Like stop yeah, this thinking isn't you're about special. You. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of it kind of makes everything okay. It's like, it yeah, applies it really to does. most situations, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. called magical thinking when you do that. That if you think you have to like concentrate on the plane staying in the air yes. or else it will yeah. fall out of the sky. Yeah, yes. that's magical thinking. Well, Sam, mm-hmm. where it's a great precursor to being OCD. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. A great if you're if you're out there magical thinking, I guarantee you have some other stuff going on. <laughs> yes. Before we take care of some business ending the episode, where can people sure. follow you on the social medias? I am most fun Sam on almost everything on twitter on uh which i don't use uh instagram <laughs> all the fun things yeah follow <laughs> sam because, and listen to the office ladies and listen to every other podcast that sam works oh, on. yeah and... yeah and then there's uh I, all the podcasts i make i forgot i forgot what i do for a living i blacked <laughs> that out yeah i uh, listen to conan o'brien needs a friend listen to office ladies listen to scam goddess yeah listen to comedy bang bang or freedom Listen to all those shows. Those are all probably podcasts you're already listening to. So I yeah. know. I was just thinking that. I was like, I feel yeah. like a lot of our audience probably <laughs> listens to a lot of those, including us. So. Yeah. yeah. And Sam, will you be going back to do more nude modeling in the near I future? I will. I thought of you. In, uh, I got the text today. Oh. Uh, hey, Sam, please call me to set up some modeling dates at COU this semester. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, which I haven't talked to them in months. So I think you guys pulled that out of thin air for we me. did it we did it manifesting yeah well, that's magical thinking well thank yeah, you so secret. much sam for being here we really appreciate it hey thank you guys for having me this was a blast i'm gonna watch more episodes guys thank you so so much for listening this has been another episode of out on the lanai and we will catch you back here next week for more golden girls greatness oh my god it was so much fun and guys you know we are part of Mom Movies of Media, so go go subscribe to Mom Plus because you get so many great things over at Mom Plus, and you can follow us on social media at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter. I think we're going to start removing that because Twitter, well, maybe not. I don't know. Follow us there; it's fun and no, all. No, I I go I use the Twitter. Do you use the Twitter? Okay, I don't yes. use the Twitter. Um, Instagram on Out on the Lanai official on Facebook at Golden Girls Pod, and I am Sadie Pines and H. Allen Scott on everything. And I'm going to slow this my social media handles down oh, because right. we got a very enraged message from one of our listeners who we found it them. frankly we love them we love you who but found it frankly annoying that i speed over wait, my wait, let me my socials say, and i let me just say to this listener who wrote that message in I, I i did i don't i don't think i saw your name and i might i'd be forgetting it and i apologize but you made my week with your email because it was probably one of the most surprising and delightful and fun emails I think I've ever gotten in the history of this podcast. So thank you for bringing joy to my week. It was incredibly funny. So I will slow it down. I will spell it out. I have always said that I am bad at branding. It's self-branding. My my Instagram handle, my Twitter handle, they make no sense. I am stubborn. I refuse to change them. On Instagram, though, I am squidzy, like a squid at C, but the C is spelled different. It's S-Q-U-I-D-S-Y. It's as if being like a squid were an adjective. Oh, her, she's real squidzy. So think of it that way. And I am squid eat squid on Twitter. It's like dog eat dog, except it's squid eat squid on Twitter. So now if you all have a moment, please rate and review us wherever you get this podcast, because the more ratings we get, the more the show will get bumped up. 
and the more people who will discover it and join our lovely kick-ass community of Golden Girls fans. And I'm really excited for like the three people that stay to the very end <laughs> because I always turn it off before this part. I think, I, think, so, I think this week we should probably put on Instagram and Twitter, guys, listen to the very end this week. Trust us. You'll want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, or it's just going to be a really nice, it's going to be a nice treat for the three people that listen. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Oh my as God. Always. Guys, <laughs> as always, <laughs> remember, remember, stay golden. Stay golden. <laughs> oh, pussy Some of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm.